0: Sea dogs, welcome to the <laughs> drinking <and> ship podcast. <laughs> oh, wait, welcome aboard. Uh, what's up, sea dogs? what's up sea dogs, salty, the saltiest of seas, dogs. Uh, than welcome Seaman. to the drinking ship podcast uh, episode 36, 35, 30, 35. 35
1: That's so uh, hard to keep track of this shit
0: after yeah. a while. I'm your host, the one who is Manny, Cyber Calamity, alongside my co host for today. We have the man who bleeds, Red. PlayStation. <laughs> Tay Norman, a.k.a. Tay Infinite. Uh, next we have him, the Puerto Rican Reggie Watts. Brian. Yo. And that's it for today. So, guys, what's up? How how you guys doing? How uh, have you guys been? Tay, we haven't seen you in like four <laughs> fucking weeks. What's what's going on here, yeah. buddy? Has it been four weeks? <laughs> Dude,
1: it's been a while. I haven't seen you since fucking Christmas.
2: Oh, my God, you're right. Since the New Year episode, I haven't New seen year. you. Yeah, That's two weeks. Um, work. Yeah, what Tired. the fuck have
1: you been up to? You doing all right?
2: What I do? Wake up, work, go home, sleep, and eat. Repeat. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> this is my first time actually touching a game. Did you forever. get a
1: new job recently?
2: Amazon, yeah. Fifteen dollars an hour. No, oh, how's that? Three hours a week. Not bad. Way better now. Uh, FedEx years nice. ago. That actually. I took a COVID. What did you
1: do before you worked for Amazon? Uh, wait. What now? Sorry, that was a bit of lag. What, what were you saying?
2: Uh, I took a COVID test out other day. They, they, they take COVID really seriously there. So I'm waiting for my... Fucking hope so. Hope so I don't become... Yeah, positive. that thing like
0: shoved up your nose.
2: Yeah, I did all that.
1: <laughs> Dude, I went to get a COVID test not too long ago. Yeah. And I did the nose swap thing. And when I pulled it out, I had like blood on my fucking swab.
2: Yeah, you guys... I just just, I've, I've looked at the... So my
1: nose is fucked up.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this mentioned?
1: shit, this like Owen Wilson fucking looking nose, fuck the hell.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. <laughs> we
0: that's awesome, man. What? Wow. Wow.
1: That would be the end. You abused your sound. I saw you on stream the other day in like oh, five yeah. minutes. <laughs> Don't I fucking hit add. the autonomous ultra instinct push.
2: <laughs> you get copyrighted. I was
1: like... just watching. Uh, I was just watching, and you hear Crockett going, Autonomous!
0: Ultra <laughs> Instinct! I hate how they change
1: right the now.
2: name for that. You guys can't hear
0: it, but this, the the audience will hear it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fuck out of here.
0: I, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to dodge uh, DMC as long as I can. Uh, <laughs> I'm keeping everything under four seconds, so... I do hopefully have some right. uh, song bits in here, so hopefully I can keep kind of getting away with it until I get a little bit, you know, more bigger. <laughs> so I get the probably the less I can do that. <laughs> but we dude, down so, in the shits right now, so I can I can run wild.
1: Yeah, dude, I fucking made Twitch affiliate. I forgot to update. it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, congratulations! In the last week, I made Twitch affiliate. Well, so thank you all for it. the support. Um, yeah, I finally got it. I gotta make emotes now and fucking figure out subscriptions and all that shit. It's yeah, great. It's fucking great.
0: And then community challenges and all the shits. Yeah. It opens up a whole nother can of worms for you to spend an entire day at. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, so you've been working, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Adult stuff. I feel you. I feel yeah. you on that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you watching? To?
0: To? Uh I about broke my fucking foot at the <laughs> Sunday last week. Uh dropped twenty five <laughs> pounds on it. Uh, from about a foot away at the gym. Speaking oh, of that, dude, that's I started so the gym this week so too, so by the way. Sorry to cut
2: you off. Yeah. I started the gym Monday. True. Monday. Yeah.
0: I got to catch back up with
1: the gym. I like started, got a COVID exposure, and then like just fucked my whole momentum up. Yeah. So got a fucking People do it again.
0: Dropping 25 pounds on my foot also has fucked my momentum up because I've had to <laughs> not go for a week. But as soon as like I did it, as soon as I dropped it, uh, I didn't make a sound because there was like 15 people around me. And I'm like, oh, no, I'll just walk that off. And (laughs) then after like probably 20 minutes, I went back to lifting weights. And I was like, I can walk. I can walk fine on it. And then after about 15 minutes, my foot started going numb. I couldn't feel it. And I was like, fuck. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have to leave. And then I went home and iced it for like six hours. It was like starting to swell, I guess. And then I just kept icing it and icing it. And then.
2: 25 pounds. Bro, up, uh, twenty five pounds, really? <laughs> yeah, you're,
0: you're right, you're right, twenty five pounds. I'm thinking like a forty
2: five, and then I just realized the size was twenty five. Really? That hurt.
0: Directly on my, directly on the top of my foot. Yeah, if it would have landed on my toes, it would have broke all my toes.
2: What shoes do you have on? Yeah, it shouldn't hurt that bad.
0: Like running shoes, like thick shoes. Dude, running shoes
1: offer no protection whatsoever.
2: maybe more, <laughs> like like not on the top of them, the bottom of them, they're
0: they're yeah. shot. <laughs> they're for the shock. But on straight on the <laughs> top of it, yeah, it is it just hit the top of uh the bone. Hey,
2: speaking of, foot, of gym which
0: I have fractured th- that same area before.
2: What's So up? I, I started going back to gym this Monday. One day I should do upper body. But Monday Monday, Wednesdays, and uh Fridays are my cardio day. Brian, let me tell you something. Yeah. Running with a mask on, yeah. It's painful. It sucks.
1: Oh yeah, that shit sucks. Awful. It sucks. I'm about to have a heart attack it, running like, on treadmill. Does trailer. it make it hard to breathe?
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> times ten. Imagine like in a hyper like time chamber. That not even exaggerating. <laughs> it makes it work out way worse. So I'm not That's sure they allow awful. you to like. So I was talking to a guy that was to the gym this morning. He said they allow you to to wear a mask for your mouth, not the nose running. So
1: my gym, uh, Planet Fitness, lets you take it off while you're like actually at the treadmill or something. They do. Um yeah, but it's, it's whatever, man. Like I, I wore my mask and I was like doing like light jogging and I wore it and I was like, I'm asthmatic too. Like I, I just have all my, my respiratory system is all shagged. Uh, and like I was running and I like, got into like a light jog and like, I felt myself like fucking like, it's <gasps> really bad for your lung.
2: <laughs> carbon dioxide. So. See, I,
0: That's I, bad. I, I was running with the mask on and it was like the first day I did, it. I was like, there's no fucking way I can do this. So what I do is just, I pull it down to my nose. And then I just breathe in through my nose and then out my mouth. And then it's fine. Like, that. I could run like that. Yeah,
3: yeah I'm
2: good. Dude, tomorrow. Running, I'm enjoy- just running.
1: running sucks. Anyone that enjoys
2: anyone that running. enjoys
1: running is lying to me.
2: No, I love running.
1: No, you're lying to me. I don't believe No, nah. I, I know really,
2: I'm not great right everything now. Everything but... about
1: running. Yeah. Really? Everything about running. Like, <laughs> you may enjoy the, out, the aftermath of running. You may enjoy how you feel after you run. Everything about running sucks.
2: There was a point in my life. Where fast, I, was, the, I was like running every I was running every day until the point I didn't feel anything.
1: Don't understand that. I don't understand that. That shit's really? baffling to me.
2: Really?
1: Uh, yeah. Maybe it's just cause I'm like maybe it's because 'cause I'm like I'm a chunky man and like literally running is me putting two hundred and sixty five pounds of mass on one foot at a time really Dude, fast over and fly, over again
0: fly on the wall for that treadmill going doo, 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 <laughs> doo,
1: doo, doo. <laughs> it's like fucking donkey kong hitting on the gun like the fucking bongos what's funny I, I was like
0: really overweight like running on a treadmill and like i would be in the <laughs> me, so i could hear i could just hear myself it, no, it wouldn't be. I wouldn't be dry heaving. I could just hear the fucking treadmill going, doo, 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 doo. I'm like, Jesus. i Jesus. Hey, you remember that
2: meme with the JoJo? Lot, and
0: I run on a high speed and I just hear this, the do, do, do. You like, get so self-conscious. Tremor.
2: Hey, it's funny because people told me like a lot over the years, like, you walk slow but run fast. Doesn't make any sense. I walk really slow compared to most people.
1: Take your time. Hey, T- you are the most relaxed man that I know.
2: Really? You're like like that's a lie.
1: Yeah, not like maybe not relax in terms of stress, but like if you encounter a stressful situation, I just go like you just go. No. And then you walk away and you deal with it. That's that's been my experience watching you do anything at school. Like when you're seen annoying Tay,
0: you. I've only seen Tay down bad ones. And <laughs> yeah. that's when he was setting up the voice. Voice meeting. No. <laughs>
2: Speaking of that, uh, not to drag onto it. This year I made a big uh, deal about relaxing myself. Good. Like even though on the outside I'm I seem calm, that's not the case. I'm really stressed. No, no, I, I know it, that. Anything sets me off. You, and I've been working on that like all this year so far, at least.
1: You and I, I have the same internal rage. It's just a constant river of rage, and we're just fucking swimming through it all the time. Yeah. But we look very calm and collected on the outside, but inside I'm fucking screaming all of the time.
2: Like I'm constantly it's like, before this year, I was constantly tense with stuff like this. Anything just I, I get super stressed for really easy and I, I worry about things too much and overthink. I'm I'm working on that. That's like one of my biggest uh, things this year. I'm working on. i have been doing really well so far. I've been in a better mood lately. Dude, fuck yeah. yeah. I feel
1: like uh we're about we're about to get into the topic, but I feel like the just the fact that 2020 was like such a shitty year in mm-hmm. terms of like emotionally dealing with everything. I feel like we have no choice but to adapt and like take it fucking easy. Yeah. For 2021, because it it'll be the death of us, man. Like, I have eye like, bags. I can't sleep. I feel. But I a few days I had eye bags too.
2: So. Like, like I had those. But yeah, i been. I just. I just feel better what I'm doing. i you know, it's funny. Like I this year, I I was like I be I be talking to myself a lot, not out like in my yeah. head a lot when I'm working, and what I'm doing. <laughs> and um, <coughs> I know this sounds strange, but I kind of wise up over the span of a few weeks. I don't know what happened yeah it just like i'm taking things more i'm treating myself better than i usually do is that making any sense
1: that like, that does yeah. make sense i was i yeah. was the same way i was like i was like constantly getting stressed about things and i was just like i gotta fucking relax for my own mental mm-hmm. health yeah i'm fucking dying over here
2: yeah so i'm in a good mood right now i'm, I'm off thank god oh yeah I I i'm glad glad
1: to see it
0: what have you been up to
1: I have been, so I've been working. Uh, I don't have a car anymore. Uh, so I've, uh, that's been annoying. Um, I forgot about but that. But I've been mostly, like, watching, like, yeah, me, me too. I forgot about it. And
3: mm.
1: here's the thing. Here's the, I don't have a car. I have no vehicle. Literally no four wheels to drive on. Geico took money off of my insurance the other day. Um, Geico took my money. They're Their insurance oh, the doesn't exist. Is it the stimulus? Yeah, they're they're just they just took 86 bucks out of my account and they okay. and but i have no car the car doesn't exist it is literally getting
0: charged with the insurance
1: yeah so i gotta call them and like deal with it but the car is literally has like been canceled? compacted yeah which i thought was a fucking obvious thing that was gonna happen once we dealt with the car hey car no longer exists. brian no longer pays for car insurance it's
2: probably the last one apparently a month not. or whatever yeah.
1: yeah I don't know what the fuck happened but I was probably pissed at him because it, it yeah. makes no fucking nah, sense
0: nah they'll keep doing until he he calls they're like yeah oh, Yeah, we keep yeah it's best to
2: money. it's best to call but I think that's probably the last one of the probably. time period then they're part of in the system now whatever but you, yeah it's best to check
1: yeah car insurances can go fuck themselves I hate the concept of car insurance Like it's stupid we pay, we pay them like a hundred dollars a month to not get fucked and then they fuck us anyway <laughs>
2: Uh, that's sorry. that's funny way to did it
0: yeah isn't that the point of car insurance to fucking get you a car
2: it's not physically financially
0: like, <laughs> yeah it's
1: so that in the case that you you get hit you don't get fucked over and yeah. then you get hit and then they fuck you over you're not paying to not get fucked over You're paying for the license of who gets to fuck you over that's what car insurance fucking is uh so i've been dealing with that annoying uh but other than that just been getting just getting like really good at fighters or trying to get really good at fighters and like because baby vegeta fucking comes out and we have a fight oh, night tomorrow yeah
0: baby Is the, he time this episode, had, uh, the day this episode comes out if you guys are watching this at like uh noon when this episode releases like uh we're doing a fighters tournament uh at six or at's no it's at seven right? right seven eight it's
1: at 7 p.m eastern time we're probably going to be streaming it, assuming that the game isn't broken
0: right well i was able to get on today right for yeah, the podcast, okay, so
1: um so yeah super baby vegeta came out uh which is i think tay and i share <laughs> this i think he's a, like our favorite gt character um, well is that true tay baby vegeta
2: no he's i'm a favorite, but i like him. he's not one of your favorites <laughs> i like yeah. him though i like yeah, he, he
1: was yeah. one of my favorites uh characters so i'm super hyped to try him uh yeah. so i've been trying to hop in the lab and uh Honestly, just learning audio editing, man. Just like trying to fucking, I want to become a full time podcast editor. So I'm like looking up fucking podcasts on Twitter, going like, "Hey, y'all, y'all need an editor? <laughs> you, <wanna laughs> an edit? you need an
0: yeah. editor?
1: Want to throw me some cash?" Um, but that's that's kind of all I've been doing. And like watching, I watched a movie on Netflix called Over the Moon the other day. This really cute uh, animated movie about a Chinese, yeah, Chinese family it's like musicals you go to the moon you meet a goddess it's fucking delightful is it um, live action no it's uh it's animated it's like the pixar animated style i just don't know who made it i think it, i think it was pixar um but it's called over the moon really cute fucking movie i recommend you watch it i watch it with annie what are and we both like shed a little tear because uh, <laughs> the ending's really sweet it's <laughs> adorable um, how was annie so,
2: talked to him a long time great.
1: She's doing good. Uh, we streamed GTA five the other day, uh, together and that was pure fucking chaos. Yeah. (laughs) GTA five online is just like, we were trying to just, we're doing this date book that you pick. It's like a book. It's got like 50 dates on it. And then like every week you like scratch one off and then you take a picture while you do it. And then the last one that we got was recreating your parents or grandparents, like first date. Uh, but her parents met at a bar and my parents went motorcycle riding across the fucking <laughs> island. Um, so one, I'm not going to get a motorcycle and two, it's COVID. Uh, so what we did <laughs> is we bought GTA five and Oh my God. Okay. To I see you're going the, that. Yeah. yeah. We decided <laughs> to ride around the city and GTA five as a date and it was a really cute idea and it was Dude. nice. Until we got into GTA five online and some dude called Little Shrimp fucking murked us six times in a row. Dude, what a generational <laughs> gap.
2: What a generational gap of things to do with your significant <laughs> other. From like <laughs> yeah. being together on a motorcycle to playing a video game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's together. Generational gap. <laughs> you no know. no what if the no what if your parents met at a Trump rally?
1: <laughs> then I At a capital First of all I would not be this you gotta, you,
0: gotta, you gotta do it Brian You gotta do the book You gotta do what the book says You gotta go nope. man
1: Nope I would not be this color If my parents met at a Trump rally <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: But yeah that's Guys, little right, up
0: let's, to. Uh, let's get Let's get Let's get stuck in Let's get set sail son. Let's uh, bang that Fucking bottle Against the The old ship
2: we, we gotta stop the
0: Dude I love how you have Pirate bottle, bottle. You gotta what? Rum Stop what?
2: You got to stop these uh pirates. It's refs- fucking
1: water,
0: <laughs> mate. <laughs> no, fuck, I'm actually drinking rum. That's actually funny you say. This is actually rum. It's uh, it's all right. I used a... Uh, what is that? What the hell water. is that?
2: Sparkling water. A
0: little sparkling water? A little, a little water dazzle bullshit. in your water?
1: Sparkling water is Kruger, before you start, let me say this. Sparkling oh water, no, no, water no, no, and fucking LaCroix are bullshit. Oh, my God. LaCroix... Okay. No, don't fucking
2: hate me. No, no, no! I thought about this because I remember I tweeted about I hate Lacroix. A few months mm-hmm. later, I'm loving it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking bullshit! You, I, you gotta get
2: used to it. No,
1: yeah. no! If 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 you gotta get used to it, it's bad. Okay, that's right. You're just that's lying true. to yourself. You're lying to yourself. If you gotta get used to something, you're everyone that tells me that they love beer and they love IPAs, I feel the exact same way. You're yeah, beer's beer nasty. Lying to me.
2: Yeah, beer's no, nasty. I just
0: constantly love you beer. Know it.
1: Fuck you crocker you don't yeah you're lying to beer is
2: nasty. Nice. you just bad.
0: gotta drink it for like seven years straight and you're, like, you know what beer. you get stockholm yeah. syndrome and liking beer you're like you got a this vice group on you. you're like you know what drinks, this ain't half bad i guess
2: this man drinks one like black coffee like he has no soul in terms of like <laughs> it's pure black drinking oh, oh my I'm god
0: sorry, i'm sorry you you look at a real ass man right now you're, you're a real I'm man you can drink black coffee, taste buds <laughs> So you didn't me tell me you wake
2: up one morning like, this coffee? is good. Get out of here. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, dude. No, it's a, gradual, it's a gradual thing. You be like, you know what? This ain't half bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> Brian, that... Brian's the same way. He drinks black coffee.
1: You that did? happened to me too. One time I was like, I woke up and I just had a fucking bottle of black coffee. And I'm just walking around my house going like, am I old now? Is that what is this Black this is what coffee? Black? How I do, do y'all do that? Know,
0: you you start drinking, you stop drinking like folders and you just drink like some really good, like I had this... We we can't get too far off topic here, but, but I had this really good um, coffee from World Market. It's, it's like something. It's got a mousse on it, and it's like caribbean or something. It's fuck, I'm trying to remember the, the flavor of it. It's like a red packaging. Just fucking. It's uh, uh bourbon. It's a yeah. Oh my or, god, that like sounds uh, fantastic. Like uh, it's so good. It's I you can drink it black, and it has this really nice soft. Uh, s- not a smoky flavor, but a real rich flavor of like this bourbon. It's like mm. the best coffee I ever had. I it t- I have to like it's seasonal coffee, so you can't you can only get it you like get it around winner. Christmas time, yeah. like, it sucks. But every time I see if I see one bag, I will buy sixteen bags of it just to suck up <laughs> on it once a year. I just brought some Dunkin' Donuts, uh, it's, donuts really, it's hard to find. There. I guess I could try to Google it or what was
2: that? I brought some Dunkin' Donuts current. Turk things <laughs> you, yesterday. Yeah, see, Duncan that's, that's the thing.
1: That's why. Kirk? That's why people Kirk's hate drinking black too. coffee because they'd be drinking some shite fucking coffee.
2: You don't like Dunkin' Donuts I think coffee? Some
0: bad coffee. No, the toffle.
2: I think it's, it's better than Starbucks. Starbucks. I think Starbucks it sucks. Yeah, Starbucks sucks. Yeah, Starbucks Finally, someone bad. agrees with me. Let's,
0: let's be honest. Starbucks is a fucking dessert coffee. It's
2: the yeah. McDonald's it's coffee. Exact, but if you get
1: the black coffee at Starbucks, they speaking just push of Starbucks,
0: that, the fucking cake pops. If you guys had a cake pop, yeah, it was like four dollars. Oh my God! It's so good. It's no, just kidding. All right, we got we got we got to stop. <laughs> yeah, we're dragging to on, get back on What what's the topic? Uh, let's get back to the topic. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's fucking. We'll all right, let's, 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 just... let's wander minds back a couple years. You know, let me set the stage here, because uh, this week's topic is childhood nostalgia, nostalgia, mm. nostalgia.
2: Nostalgia. <laughs>
0: Both, this is going to be on your phone now? You just, you're not going to pay attention? I, know my I paid attention.
1: I just got a text. <laughs> God damn.
0: Yeah, well, you, you all texting each other? Like, look at this dickhead. <laughs> this <laughs> faggot. <laughs> That's not <laughs> Now I'm listening. When this, I'm, uh, gonna I'm listening. Nostalgia.
2: Yeah. But
0: Um. So, I, guys, I've been playing Kakarot. I don't know if you guys ever played Kakarot, but it's, it's a Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It's pretty faithful to the anime. I mean, it's literally tailor-made like the anime was and this is like while I was been playing it I was just I just had I was like getting these wild memories and it's like a very very like like a memory that's like gripped to my core that I can never forget it is uh, ingrained into my mind and it's I like I'm I don't know how old I am I gotta be like probably seven or eight or something or maybe younger than that I I would say seven let's say seven is a fair number And I remember, like, coming home, I think it would be, like, obviously after school, the sun's going down. uh, I would come in. I could smell my mom's cooking, and uh, she'd be cooking dinner. Um, I don't know. My dad and brother would be doing something, and I would sit down in the living room. I would uh, sit down on this hard, like, gray carpet that we had that, I thank God, my dad got rid of after, like, 16 years later. (laughs) Um, I would sit down. And then I would uh, flip over to Cartoon Network. And at this time, around like 6 o'clock, uh, Cartoon Network would be airing uh, Toonami. And oh I would be just be greeted by uh, Steve Bloom's voice, who is uh, played by Tom, which is like the, the, the host mascot of host. for Toonami. Oh, dude, yeah. so good. Yeah. Steve Bloom has some, one of the best voices I've ever heard. It's so rich and deep. I'm like, oh, man. Um, and then he would introduce the show called Dragon Ball Z, and then I would be greeted by the most hyped anime opening ever made, "Rock the Dragon," which is a <laughs> the most simplistic song ever made. But Jesus, it gets it, as a child, I would fucking feel a, a fire, in my soul light up, just getting oh, hyped as hell. When like the There's song British was Goku playing, to see Goku versus fucking Frieza for the 19th time this week because that that. <laughs> Blending Nimic did not blow up in five minutes.
1: No, it was five minutes. You know, like when the opening would come up and you see like the hands and the veins coming up, and like it was Goku's hand. And oh could, yeah, yeah, Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon. Like ah, oh, dude, so fucking And they, me, you know, so they show
2: like movie clips in that opening. It was movie. yeah of
0: Might. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: that was fucking cool, man. I remember sitting down, like you, Crockett. I remember like getting home to. I was in Puerto Rico at the time, so like. I remember going home from, like, a hot-ass cool day in, like, a military uniform.
0: Taking uh, off a couple iguanas off your uh, front porch.
1: <laughs> yeah, just beating them over with a broom. <laughs>
0: get, out, get out of here.
1: <laughs> get, scram. Uh, and I remember I would, <laughs> I would sit down in front of, like, this big-ass, like, gray tube telly that I got or that I had in, like, a recliner couch. Like, I was, like, a divorced 50-year-old, and I would just fucking let... The dragon rocked me. It was so fucking good. That's one of my favorite memories. I can is... see Brian
0: sitting down to the couch and just here a... <sighs> um <laughs>
2: believe it or not, nostalgia is actually my favorite word. I've been saying this for years i I love nostalgia, really? yeah, um yeah like childhood that. childhood memories and all that I cherish that stuff completely like um Dude, like that's great.
0: Y- yeah do like, you have a like a really strong one
2: yeah I do. And I like some people say, "Let it go, let it die." Like, no, nah. I, <laughs> I carry it with me, and it's some like uh, like some stuff like grew up with me, um, shows mm-hmm. and like stuff I watch and all that stuff. Um, but when it came to like Power Rangers, right? Power, well, mostly like yeah, Power Rangers or different Digimon. Those characters that grew up; they're my age now. That's what's just, like insane to think of. That's fucking crazy. But it's something like um, yeah. Well, when it comes like when you guys bring up tsunami, like. Tsunami hit hard back in the day. Like, it was something special. Really coming home from school. Same something, same to Jordan. I come home around like 4 o'clock or something. Get me like a snack, like a Pop-Tart, some juice. Play outside for a while some for juice. about good 2 or 3 hours. And it's like 6 or 7 now. And I come on, Toonami's on. And like, it was the action block of Cartoon Network. So it was like, anything yeah. was on. Like, Powerpuff Girls, girl Samurai Jack, Dragon Ball Z, GT, the original Dragon Ball, like, Yi Like, come on, man. That lineup. We were spoiled oh, back dude, it was then. So Yi Haku show. Like, come on, dude. Like.
0: Gundam Wing.
2: Y- like, Gundam shows. I don't know which ones. Uh, there were so many of them. But Gundam Wing was the one I remember the most, actually.
0: <laughs> Zords.
2: Yeah. And I think really Zords
0: played early in the morning.
2: Like, no, it used to be in the afternoon, but as we got older, it came around like 6 o'clock in the morning. I used to watch it before yeah, I go to that's, school.
0: That's when I started watching Zords. It was early, early.
2: Yeah, like.
1: I fucking remember, uh specifically tsunami because tsunami back for us started like later started like at seven yeah we, we had it weekly get, yeah we would get the week before what you guys were getting so we oh, were one yeah. week behind um at least until we got cable we were one week behind um <clears throat> and i remember like the first time that i ever watched dragon ball was in spanish that's fucking crazy right
2: i think you told me this in AI. Could yeah you
1: imagine dragon ball in fucking spanish <laughs> Hola, Goku.
0: <laughs> <Yeah. And laughs> Buenos f- dias, Balma. The first on, Dragon
1: Ball thing that I ever watched was uh, the Broly movie. Mm. Uh, the, the first OG Broly movie was the first thing that I remember watching from Dragon Ball and then watching that be in Spanish. And then we got Cable and I watched Toonami and they were doing the reruns of the, fir- the, the Saiyan saga. And I caught it just like before Vegeta got to earth and that's when i started watching dragon Wait, ball can, Fucking can you say saiyan again saiyan saiyan super saiyan okay super saiyan and in, in spanish no, super saiyan super saiyan yeah <laughs> uh, there we
2: go. yeah that's the japanese one too everything but america yeah. keep it similar to japanese but it's japan they a super saiyan, saiyan, saiyan saying, yeah, saiyan. Saiyan. Super saiyan. yeah. Saiyan. um Fucking crazy. Yeah, like...
1: I, I watched Broly say Kakaroto instead of Kakaroto. So, <laughs> ah,
2: so good. Kakarot. My... When it comes to, like, childhood memories that turned Dragon Ball, mine was closer to Dragon Ball in general when he was a kid. I remember, he like, the tournaments, and, like, he did a Kamen Maha, and it took, like, forever for him to do it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, it took forever
2: to do it. Like, oh, my... God. And, like, I remember the GT when he turned Super Saiyan 4 for the first time. I'll never forget that. he was fighting Baby. And then, like, Z... The, I, remember, I think Z Frieza ended used to Gohan. Scare the shit out of me. Really? I just think it was a girl. Yeah, frieza
1: scared the <laughs> shit out of me as a... As a <laughs> yeah, I'd,
0: I always thought... I always would say she. And still to this day, it would, I would, in the back of my mind, I'm almost on the verge of saying she when I'm referring to Frieza. Every single smoker. That's
2: 50-year-old accent. <laughs> Chain smoker. <Yeah. laughs> no, like... So that's, uh, a
0: good, that's a good way to put it for Frieza's voice actor. Chain smoker. Yeah.
2: <laughs> then, but yeah, like... You, so, um, so, so,
1: sorry, you were saying, like, nostalgia is such an important feeling for you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, i love it. And, um... I I get when people say like nostalgia sometimes can be bad. It can blind you from some things, or it can hold things back in terms of some stuff. Right. But yeah, like like I like I gotta like, love nostalgia. Like I remember like um.
0: Yeah, well, I, I mean, freaking... you're being sentimental. It's, I mean, that's what nostalgia is. You're you're sentimental t- towards the past. Yeah, At I a guess. time, a happy place. It's not nothing bad. It's just it's happy memories. That's all it is. So I mean, there's nothing to feel ashamed for.
2: Yeah, like, I remember when Spyro and Ignotic Trilogy got announced, and um, that was the first... Spyro 2 was the first game I ever played. And I've been, like, asking this for years. They remastered this game, like, Pixar, like, graphics and all that stuff. And I'm losing my freaking mind. Like, you can ask, like, viral. <laughs> I'm freaking out. Because this is, like, this game's very important. Like, you, I know it sounds weird, but you guys probably wouldn't even met me if it wasn't for that game. That game kind of inspired me to do, like, what I want to do. Like, animation I and mean, make video games. So that one thing branched off to a lot of things yeah so there's like some of these some like a lot of nostalgia can branch off to a lot of things some people don't realize it like it can just i don't know it's like you just some key things in people's lives benefit them some form
1: yeah people uh, nostalgia is one of those things for me that like if like people don't think about this but like the things that you enjoyed as a kid like really do play a part in your personality as an adult yeah a significant portion of it like i remember watching dragon ball z and then seeing how goku interacted interacted with everybody and how he was so accepting and like kind to everybody unless he was ready to throw hands um it was always like that that version of goku and like naruto and all the anime that i used to watch as a kid that was like friendship is really important always be kind to your friends don't be an asshole like those are things that like stuck with me and like to this day i like find it really difficult to be like really cynical about relationships as a result, because like all of this great cartoons like taught me like what friendship could mean. Uh, through, yeah. like, it was like, so spe- especially for like an autistic kid, like they have no idea how to figure that shit out.
3: Um,
2: it's funny. It's um, you brought it in the start of topic. Cause I was um, at break at work like two days ago and I was looking at these WWE clips on Twitter. I'm like, God, I used to love WWE. These characters I used to grow up watching, I, I used to hate it. Then my cousin kept bringing it up all the whole time. So I started getting invested into it. So I was watching the clips on Twitter. You probably see my retweets. And like, God, I miss that hype every Monday and Friday. Go on the bus the next day and talk about what happened. Like that, that, that just that excitement. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I miss stuff like that. Or like when Yu Gi Oh was huge at the time in school. Like, it was so bad at our school. Like, they had to ban cards from coming to the school.
0: <laughs> I think they abandoned them at everybody. Cause really? our school also had to ban them. Yeah. Yeah, so we kept bringing them to school, we, and and like you could do. You remember like uh bringing you would bring your geo deck, and it'd be like a fat deck like yeah. this. You could like have no limit back in and the day. You're Like fuck it, I'll have every card yeah. in the deck.
2: And like I remember, That's I never terrific. forget it. In third grade, Miss Harris, shout out to Miss Harris. She's listening to this. <laughs> I don't know where she. <laughs> She's my third grade teacher, but this one Beyblades was the thing at the time, and right, we had it and had so much fun that she brought her own and played it with us, and that was like the coolest moment oh, ever. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she brought her own beyblade. We cool. paid on her desk. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we uh when Yu-Gi-Oh was really big at our school. I remember feeling so excited. I got the the Dark Magician deck and like they they banned the cards around the school cuz people were playing them so much. But then my best friend at the time, his grandfather was the principal of the entire school. Uh so we would go to the principal's office and play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and hook up
0: too uh, there dude, was it up to there was this... so
1: much fun.
2: There was this kid on my bus. Um I know it's random, but this bus called 116, the best bus in history. <laughs> that bus was awesome. It was so many people. Yeah, up there.
0: everyone had like a like like had like new like you were going to about to do have some fun shit on like a certain yeah. like this like this classroom or like this bus or something. That
2: bus was like a very important thing in my life at the time as a kid, like going up there and just telling talking about like nerd culture stuff cuz we were all kids yeah. and just talk about anything. And I remember, like, uh, one kid named Major gave me a legit a full book bag full of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. He's like, yeah, sure. And years later, I was in my edgy years. I threw them away.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I looked no. back like, God, why did I do that? It was like I lit a whole book bag full of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Some bent somewhere. Then uh, yeah. I, ne- <laughs> uh, I remember... <laughs> this is how old stuff is. Because I remember, like, on a bus... I traded someone a red eyes metal dragon for a power ranger thunder thunder, megazord, on the bus. So that's like, who does that? What I did.
0: That seems like a fa- like an even trade though.
2: Darkness metal dragon for a megazord. Those about, toy?
0: Those about as rare as each other, I suppose.
2: He's expensive well, like
0: now.
2: Yeah, it's a toy.
0: Metal dragon. Yeah, that's probably. A I got better.
2: my. I got my space Godzilla toy from a kid on that same bus. I still have that figure. Um, Chris. The kid was awesome. He's a Godzilla fan. I didn't love that. What's up?
1: <laughs> I love that. Like there there are like really like significant relationships that are born from just being a kid and like hanging yeah. out and like enjoying shit that you're like and that's actually like all right, cats done. Um that's actually my like the saddest thing about like nostalgia cuz I think nostalgia is such a powerful fucking feeling.
3: From, it is.
1: Like missing something that you were really excited about and something that you shared that all laughs with or just made you feel good it's such a human feeling yeah. and uh i i miss feeling like that there are very few things as you grow older that get you that same amount of excitement um and that is like the the saddest thing about growing older to me is that like not getting to experience that same cultural phenomenon with people like like Yu Gi Oh!, like you would sit around with six people that you never knew, never talked to, never interacted with. But by the end of like 60, like by the end of like an hour playing Yu Gi Oh!, you guys would be the best of friends and you would meet up and do it again the next day. Or mm-hmm. like watching Dragon Ball or playing Dragon Ball on like a PlayStation that someone bought to the library. Like it's those kinds of things are so incredibly powerful to me and I cherish them so much. And it's well, I'm always kind of upset when people say like, like, Nostalgia, like, oh, you only like that because it's nostalgic, or you grow nostalgia. up. With it. It's just
2: like,
1: yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. why. <laughs> but sometimes
2: it
0: you have a simpler time.
2: And sometimes that thing is actually good, just because it's old doesn't mean it's bad. Some people had that mindset as well, right? Like, oh, because it's new is better, or, or or it's old is bad. That's not sometimes sometimes the case. Yeah, like nostalgia I mean, Parker, is a very interesting thing actually, because it's like. Good. Go
1: oh, sorry, Tay.
0: Oh, no, nothing. Go ahead, Taylor.
2: Uh, It was like, um, have you guys, like, in the past, what, five years, do you experience something nostalgic from that time? Like, from 2015, maybe? Does no. it work that way? Yeah. yeah. You did?
0: Yeah. Uh, I can remember to this day. Um, so this is very, uh, inside baseball, inside baseball. Uh, so when I was in college, and, I mean, you two will obviously know, but for the audience, you may mm-hmm. not know, there was a room um, where all the animation students hung out. It's called 217. <laughs> and it was, like, essentially like what Tay was saying with the bus. It it was a very cool place where a lot of cool people would just hung out. Yeah. And there was a lot of memories. I mean, the walls probably have, like, laughter, like, ingrained into them. Because we <laughs> had much fun there. And I remember one time just looking around the room while everyone's laughing i just kind of took myself out of my own reality and i said to myself i'm like i gotta cherish this moment right now dude this I is did it. a i'm <laughs> definitely going to miss this whenever it's gone and i have to cherish every little moment i can get out of this right now i actually it, it was it was really taking myself out of the situation just to appreciate it
2: oh my god it's funny you said that because i said it to myself i'm not sure you was in a room but I was in two seventeen too, and I just hear everyone. I did the exact same thing you did. I hear everyone's talking, laughing, conversations, and I kind of like stopped doing to dance. I said out loud, like, "I'm gonna miss you guys." It was really random.
3: Yeah.
2: And they started. Were you guys in there? I said it too. I remember like Dre and Shaw. Everyone was in there. I can't remember you guys was no, in there.
1: I I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember like being present for any like any of those moments. But I do remember having yeah. that moment myself because I yeah. used to work right across from two seventeen. Uh, and I would pop yeah. in and I became I became friends with, with you guys, the animators, purely because that room was so yeah. much fun and I worked right across from it. And so like one day I just, I just remember I was working and I walked in and I walked by our buddy Ethan who was constantly drawing hentai uh, on the computer. And I looked down at his monitor. I see like this giant tentacle beast grabbing this tiny woman. And that was the moment. That was the moment. For me, that was just like, man, this is never going to happen again. Like,
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm never going to walk literally, by somebody. This, literally and this that.
0: room is lightning in a bottle. Yeah.
1: And it was like, I remember having so much fun in that room because I was like, it was like an echo chamber of self-expression. Like everybody there was mm-hmm. consistently themselves laughing at the things that they wanted to laugh. And like, it was a community on like nothing that I've ever experienced. And I think that was like, that's like the, that's the only thing about my college experience that I'm like truly nostalgic for. It was like, yeah having so many people of the same species, like in the (laughs) same room.
2: It's
0: fun. I I would compare that situation to what, how I was in like high school. It would be shock. It it was like, I would be shocking to myself because (laughs) in like high school, I would have like situations like that too, but I was never truly myself. I I could Mm -hmm. never fully express how I would feel on the inside. Right. Yeah. It always felt like it, like I was like a prison in my own skin. Uh, not to sound so emo about it. Yeah. But um, I sound so uh, Linkin Park about <laughs> it. Uh, but I I never had that like super like connected moment with a lot of my friends. And I had friends that were into stuff like this, and I would get I would be extremely good friends with them just because of those things. But I never had that like heart to heart connection like I made in two seventeen, which Dude. is wild to me now because well, I, yeah. I i know would never experience if i was gonna like to if that was my high school self i would never think that that was even possible in my future yeah. that's and, like, spot on with was me also, completely like, was, go
2: ahead
1: yeah and and i think part of that is because it was it was a place where you would walk in and like people would miss you and like people yeah. would be like vulnerable about how much they missed you being in the room like you would leave you wouldn't show up for a because you didn't have class and then when you walked in they would like celebrate the fact that you're in the fucking room. Yeah,
2: people would greet you when you walked in the room I'd never forget it either. They did a few games. Yeah, and it was could, crazy. Hey, no matter what
1: insane. they were doing.
2: It's funny it's like, Jordan said it. because yeah, yeah, that great. That's spot on because I always tell myself um, like every once in a blue Moon, like me before going there was a completely different person. What I am now is like probably like not by the yeah. age but just as a person I'm matured a lot compared to go in there, like I was super shy, didn't talk about what I like. There's a point where I didn't care, but still wasn't like Jordan said. I, was, I wasn't deep in connection with stuff people like as well. It was like everyone there is like you, but a different form. <laughs> Does it make any yeah. sense? Everyone has a variation of you because yeah. everyone, like, because like when I mentioned something like Dragon Ball in high school, like, yeah, I used to watch when I was a kid. That's it. Right. I'm there 217. It's in a full conversation for two hours. About conversation Dragon Ball. We're, like,
0: we're writing that on the whiteboard. We're yeah. like, we have a. Dude, there was a projector in there and we had a computer hooked up to the projector and we just watched shit too.
1: That is, yeah, that is the closest I'm nostalgic yeah. to from anything that's 2015 and, to like 2018. Like, I constantly miss that environment because it was so yeah. easy to lose yourself for six hours. Dude, the, 2016, yeah, it, 2017
2: is fantastic years.
1: Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic.
2: years i never forget coming from Florida, ready to come home to see Jordan and Ty.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, I hugged the wall when I walked, came back to my house, to the apartment. Like, God, I miss it here. Back back
3: summer dungeon,
1: awesome. That summer
2: was awesome. That was a great summer. You had a dungeon. We used what, to get cookies that? every summer, night. That when,
0: so. when did we live in the dungeon? What summer was that? I think it was 2017. 2017
2: summer. Yeah. 2017?
0: Yeah. That was the greatest summer of my fucking young life. We <laughs> Same. We got into Same. so much shit. That was <laughs> awesome. So many wild like, nights. It sucks like, because you didn't get to spend the whole summer with us. You only you came home like halfway through the break. Yeah, I went
2: I went to Florida and I came back came back home and went to Charlotte and hugged the wall as soon as I walked. Like, God, I miss it here. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's when so I that's when I became sweet. fully attached to here. Yeah. Right. There was that moment I Yeah. I remember fully getting attached to Charlotte. Like, wow. These people here are awesome. Compared to like my boring hometown. And that's the thing with like when it comes, like there's nothing going on in my hometown or where I'm from. Right. There's nothing exciting going on. Then, like, I met all you guys, like, wow, there's something interesting. I don't.
1: Same. Yeah. I feel similarly about going to Puerto Rico. I was like really apprehensive about Charlotte for like four years. <laughs> then yeah. I moved in and I was like, and like, like, I met my high school crew and like I had a good time and I'm like, oh, this is what being yourself kind of feels like. And then AI like matured that for me. And then it's it just, it's been it's such a fun little trip like growing up I, I don't think I would be anywhere near the same person that I am today if I hadn't had those experiences um mm-hmm. uh, yeah and, and like and it's
2: nostalgia
1: in itself is like sometimes it gets kind of like corroded through like all this marketing that's been happening all this nostalgia based marketing where yes yeah, like, I was
2: saying earlier yeah
1: it's like everything is the same as they're they're trying to recapture the feeling of what was happening like 10 years ago uh, or like 15 years ago. And even people do that on a personal basis. Like people are constantly trying to chase chase the same high that they were feeling like back in high school or back in college or or anything like that. And it's like nostalgia only works as a feeling. It only feels good as a feeling if you're okay with letting some of those things go. If you're okay in acknowledging that those particular conditions are probably never going to be met again. But the fact that you enjoyed them, and then you lift through them. And now you carry that feeling with you everywhere you go. It's like the most powerful thing about nostalgia for me. Because it's like... That's what you... I... Sorry, go
2: ahead. Yeah, okay. That's, that explains... That makes sense how it's playing. That's how I feel then. like exactly. yeah. That's spot on. Yeah. Because um, like, I... it's like... Go ahead.
1: No, it's because like I, I miss a lot of things. But I never want to go back to those things. Because I changed so much as a result of those things happening. You know, like, I wouldn't be able I would to love enjoy. To go.
2: Yeah, I would love to go back, but you spot on is, like, you, you gotta let it go. They, <laughs> the progress <laughs> in life. That sucks. That's the hard part. Right, that is hard. You, you gotta let it go. go. Like,
0: throwing away your toys?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Throwing away some of them. To. yeah. That was a sad moment. I cried. I legitimately cried. Oh, really? Yeah, I cried.
2: I had an Andy moment.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> Remember Andy from Toy Story 3?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude like, i had a huge
2: toy box i had a lot of toys i love collecting toys I, I
0: did too like
2: yeah.
0: i remember so like i'm on the other side i kind of had this slow I, I i think i don't know i had some traumatic experiences as a child and i think I, at a certain point i think it just made me grow up really quickly at a certain yeah. point a certain age and i remember throwing away my toys and stuff but like i don't play with any of these these are just kind of in my way And I just remember just, I would, I would have these like phases where I throw stuff out where I just like put everything in a bag and I'm like, okay, gone, just throw it out. And then just never look back at it.
2: It's great. You mentioned toys because I went to second to Charles sometime last year and there was a Starscream figure they had that I had as a kid, the full set with pieces like missing. And I was going to buy it. Then I thought to myself, I'm 24 years old. Why did I need to buy this?
0: That's what the style is. A glass case and put it in it. That's what, like I do now.
2: (laughs) But that's the problem with nostalgia, though. Like I'm too old for that. Buying. I I
0: have like, yeah, I have the same. I get the same shit too. Like, uh, yeah. There was a Yu-Gi-Oh! Monopoly board, and I'm like, oh shit, I need that. And then I'm like, do I need that? Do I really need this? That's the thing. Because every time I would go to Second Charles, I would look at that and be like, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy. I'm like, what really do I? I'm just buying it because it says Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't. Mm -hmm. What I mean, I'm not gonna get any use out of those.
2: Yeah, right. are just gonna be sitting there. There's a difference between collecting figures and, for that purpose, what am I gonna do with that figure?
0: <laughs> right. Like I'm not gonna unless play with it. I mean, yeah. Unless you're yeah. actually like collecting it. I mean, yeah. I like I'm not gonna shit anyone for collecting anything because I collect yeah. Godzilla's in Gundams. So,
2: but they're not nostalgia based. I'm
0: doing because I'm running Thou- out of room.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Crocker gonna be putting up shelves just for the fucking Godzilla's.
0: <laughs> well, I had two giant glass cases in my house now full. Of they're both full of like Godzilla. One is full of Godzillas and one is full of Gundams.
1: That's fucking cool. I, uh, man, I love that shit. I love d- proudly displaying like all the stuff that you're like interested in. And like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm really attached to nostalgia, not as like just my own experiences, but like
2: fucking Hang like, I have,
1: like, I have shit like this. Like, I have an old fucking Polaroid camera that was manufactured in 1988. And, like, yeah. you take a picture with this fucking thing, with the Polaroid, and it's just such a comforting aesthetic, something that, like, is hard to replicate. And that's kind of like the feeling of nostalgia that I. That's what nostalgia means for me. Nostalgia means hard to replicate, it means hard to capture back. It's sort of Damn, like. Damn,
0: I just. that is That camera you just showed me just reminded me of this memory I had with uh, being at my grandfather's house, and a bunch of my family members were there. And I think it's one of my aunts or cousins or someone. They're using that Pearl. Uh, i can't say the word polaroid that camera yeah and then they're like flashing it and they we and then watching it the the film comes slowly out and you got to flap it you don't do nothing it air
3: okay.
1: out. i i don't want to ruin your memory you do not need to flap polaroid pictures okay that's oh really Outcast, oh, really? Outcast, Outcast android 3000 started that shit cuz he said shake it like a polaroid picture and then everybody thinks that you got to shake fucking you don't you don't all right, it's a chemical. Oh, reaction. You, know, you gotta let it just. You just let it sit. You just fucking let it sit. It's a chemical reaction. So
0: why would he say shake it like a poroid? Because a song. people
1: I mean, thought
0: all the time a... that you should shake them. And you know. <laughs> just, you just see the camera go like that.
2: You know, you know how powerful nostalgia is. Is as I was about like three or four that my grandma um used to work at a, a restaurant, mm-hmm. and they just sent this greasy smell. You can know, hear you smell it. And I remember, like, years later, like in high school, and someone came to the classroom with that scent, and it took me back instantly.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I forgot about it, but when I smelled it, not like, shake pff, it.
0: Shake it. Shake, it? It Brian, shake it, please. No, I will not shake if it. If you don't shake it right now, I'm going to explode. Mm.
1: There you go. That's all you got. Uh, yeah, no, I totally get that feeling. Like, a weird scent yeah. that just triggers, like, a long lost flashback. Mm-hmm.
0: This
1: is, like, the yeah. best. It feels like, like a God, Kingdom Hearts cutscene yeah. when it happens. Yeah. That's
0: weird because nostalgia. I mean, memories are triggered by sight and then smell.
1: Yeah, so certain one smells can
0: trigger a long memory. Yeah.
1: Wait, so Crockett, let me ask you this: What is your favorite? Like, what is like your favorite childhood memory? Is it that Dragon Ball Z memory, or is it like there's like yeah, some... it
0: definitely. It's probably definitely that Dragon Ball Z memory because it, it is because nothing was in my life was like fucked up. Not to be sad about it, but nothing in my life was fucked up or. I, I was just innocent and right. it was just yeah. pure. I can just enjoy something and I wouldn't have to worry about anything going on in my life. It was just pure joy. I, I, totally remember, one, got that. I remember one time I'm a babysitter though. Um, I, I remember I had these like brand new shorts on and I was like downstairs in this basement playing. And I remember like my mom was there. My mom had just got there to pick me up and they were calling my name and I was running upstairs and it was like this hanging nail and like it caught the side of my, uh, new shorts and it just ripped the shit out. And I remember like walking up the stairs, my mom just like, like what happened? I'm like, I just ripped. I swear. I just ripped. Them. <laughs> How about it was you? those cool ones too, that like it was pants and they zipped off. Oh, do you guys remember those pants? That
1: fucking bullshit! Uh,
2: Oh my god, is it pant short things? Yeah,
0: yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I had those. I had those.
1: The whitest thing you've ever seen. What a stupid
0: design! (laughs) Yeah, it was cool as fuck as a kid though.
1: It was. It was. I used to have a pair too, and then I, sipped them off, and then I lost the legs
0: yeah, <laughs> lose
2: yeah he opinion. always loses, <laughs> he loses loose fabric what you do you fucking up. do
0: with them after you zip him up what are you gonna do Put in your I have like gray <laughs> sweat pocket? pet
2: versions they're a stupid concept
0: <laughs> uh, what, what about you Brian what about what's your favorite
1: I think that my my favorite like childhood memory was also like it was it was two things that I remember very fondly it was playing Halo 3 every single day after school like I would get home from school And I would play Halo 3 for, like, three hours. And I would just merc everybody, and i hang out with my friends from the neighborhood. And, like, at that time, I lived in, like, a one-street. It was, like, a gated one-street community. And then, like, it was, like, five of us in the neighborhood. And we would all, like, ring our doorbells and, like, go hang out and just be like, Hey, is Brian home? And then, like, I would just (laughs) fuck off to the park. And we would... I don't know what the fuck we would talk about. We were 12. Uh, but we talked for seven Brian, hours. you have
0: no idea how bad I wanted that as a kid. I wanted <laughs> to live in a, I wanted to live in a suburb so bad, around like <laughs> other kids. It my was, was a great. mix
2: between country and suburbs, kind of like. Yeah.
0: Where did you
1: live, Tay? Were you like in the middle of a?
2: It was a small town, but it was like you no know, uh, apartments and stuff like uh, gotcha. projects, as people would call it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it I always say this to people, and the people laugh. But my childhoods, yeah. Eddie and Eddie's. Right, all these kids around. That was my childhood, like that.
1: That's fucking Um, awesome, man. Though. Yeah. Like I love, Uh, I love that shit.
0: Again, kill for that. I was alone. I was alone in the woods.
2: My, see, I had a lot of, lot of uh, childhood memories I can remember and love, but there's one that struck me. I think about it every Christmas. Is I remember I probably had to be like three or four. I remember in my aunt's car, at my grandma's house, looking up the stars, and Jay Z's song playing, Hard Knock Life. You know that song <laughs> with Jay-Z? It was playing on the radio. And I just remember it's like Christmas lights on my grandma's. Side. I'm just looking at the stars. And I'll never forget that. It was I'm just like it. some random moment I remember. Like I can remember stuff far back. Like I have photos when I was three going to King's Dominion. And I'm like, I remember this. I remember the feel. I remember my grandmother was still alive at the time there. Like and my cousin went, we saw like Blue's Clues. We went to Blue's Clues house. Right. <laughs> you saw Angelica. Oh, like there was like a morning breeze. And I remember that. That's like my oh, furthest yeah. memory. Yeah. I
0: remember the first time I went to the beach, I went to Myrtle Beach, and I, I remember uh, the car ride, I could smell the, when we finally got there, you could smell the sea salt. I love this smell. I could feel it going in the yeah. car, and I'd be like, I'm just go, I'm like, are we near the beach? And he's like, and they're like, yeah.
2: I have a lot of fishing members too, get some barbecue chips, <laughs> and get some, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the style is really a really funny thing, because you just go back and you just think about it and just like start smiling about it, cause it's like, Damn. wow. You Good would times. say,
1: One of my favorite memories, uh, apart from the Halo one and the Dragon Ball one, is that it's going to be really fucking dumb. But I remember just before I moved to the States, uh, me and my mates from Puerto Rico went to San Juan. And, like, we had this big, massive, like, dinner. It was, like, seafood, meat, whatever the fuck. It was, like, a send-off dinner because I left in, like, a month. And I remember we ate, we stuffed ourselves full of food. And then we walked away and just took a walk through old San Juan. And I, the only reason this memory stands out is because while that was happening, something that I ate just completely destroyed me. Like, my stomach was in so uh-huh. much pain. <laughs> and I, we were walking, and in Villalos San Juan, there's not a whole lot of pro- public restrooms. Because all the buildings are, like, from, like, early colonial, like, Spanish, you know, architecture. And,
0: like, they. cobblestone c- streets. Yeah,
1: they kind of, like, blocked that shit off. They're like, this is, like, tourist. Like, don't fuck with it. And I remember that I had to shit so badly. That I was walking with like my legs were like stiff. They were like fucking, like I was moving like one inch every step. It was awful,
0: and I was Jesus. in pain,
1: doubled over in pain. And I remember that someone finally looks back at me and he goes like, "Are you okay?" And I just go, <laughs> "Absolutely not."
2: <laughs> and I why do you tell anyone?
1: Because I was embarrassed. I was like. <laughs> Like I was like, blood, like I was, I had to shit so badly, like I could feel my body, like I had cold sweats, I'm like fucking like shaking and like just
0: fucking yeah.
1: doing that. Tell
0: me the story ends with you shitting on the street.
1: No, 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 no. Thank God, no. And I was like, like my asshole was clenched, and I remember seeing this like majestic, beautiful fucking like old building, with doors like for some reason they made doors like seventy feet tall back in the day. With like massive like castle door castle doors. Everyone was taller back then. And it was like <laughs> And I was like shut up, Crockett. <laughs> and it was like a courtyard. It was like an open square courtyard where people do like performances to this day.
0: Oh my god, this story is getting better. And I
1: walked in there and it was like empty and there was like one old janitor. It's like one old Puerto Rican dude. And he's just mopping away and he sees me. And my dad goes like, hey, do you have a bathroom? And this man leads me to like the most ornate fucking like outside bathroom that I've ever seen. Like tall mahogany fucking doors, like six feet, It's outside seven feet. in a garden. Yeah. I mean, it was the most gorgeous bathroom I've ever been in.
2: It was meant for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was like. It was there's like a butler.
0: There. There's like you're your, your <laughs> tissue, sir.
1: It was fucking heavenly. And I remember I sat down and like. I closed, like, the, the eight-foot door stall. You know, like, it was massive. And I it had, like, this really metal, like, latch that made, like, a... It felt like a bolt-action rifle. Like, gunk, gunk. Like, it was... Oh, so yeah. funny you can
2: remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was great. And then I blew it
0: up. I fucking
1: destroyed <laughs> it.
0: Just desecrated this royal bathroom.
1: <laughs> Just completely. It was worth it. And I walked out fucking sweating because it was like the middle of like puerto rican summer in this like closed off concrete bathroom and like i just remember like walking out of that bathroom and looking into that courtyard and i didn't think this but if i was my age back then i would have called like this is a beautiful day for me
0: <laughs> then, oh uh it was great did you ever go to the ice cream place in san juan the the really popular ice cream place
1: <sighs> fuck if i know probably
0: Yeah. I remember when I was there, like there was this one ice cream place in San Juan, and the line was long as fuck because the and they would they ran out of ice cream like after like an hour.
1: Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, it was hot as fuck though. But I mean, ice cream was the best ice cream I ever had in my life.
1: I got I gotta say, unless you've had like unless you've been walking the streets on San Juan, and like got shitted by a pigeon, uh, had a piragua. Or absolutely like got harassed by some random homeless dude asking for tourist money. You have not been in someone.
0: This is funny because like I think I a, got shit on by
1: a pigeon. Yeah, you probably did. Or as a kid,
2: when like I, I, you know, like I, I think I told you guys before, but I haven't become this quote-unquote tech person till like 2010. I used to be outside a lot, Same. constantly growing up, and toys, video games were like the secondary thing about toys and outside was the first thing yeah then like when i got older like i did this stuff not that i don't hate anything it's just bizarre to think i stopped being that outside person yeah it's like it's like a
1: culture happened like it was just a huge change in culture because i was the same way back in puerto rico like i was outside all the fucking time
2: yeah like a stick and pine cones was like everything your magic can think of yeah The, the stick was a gun a sword yeah, that.
0: yeah. I remember playing like Gunsword a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember just like like really getting into like Shonen animes as a kid, and then I would just replicate everything I would see. Dude, like that outside was me in the woods, coming me huh?
2: I was like ten yeah. years old. <laughs>
1: Were you even a kid if you like try to shoot the moon with a Kamehameha wave?
2: Exactly. Like, you know, I, like... you had you, I, me. I still do it. What are you talking yeah, about? <laughs> <laughs> I still We're do Kamehameha. Trying Kamahamaha. to
0: go Super Saiyan, like out in the woods and screaming <laughs> your lungs out. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh. dude this is what we used to do all the time we call it fighting so all we, all we did we play fight outside yeah just using our imaginations like i always had like fire or something because yeah. i like lightning abilities yeah exactly <laughs> and we just like fight outside like, and in your mind you see it
1: yeah but absolutely. if someone's
2: walking down the street like what the heck those kids are doing <laughs> are yeah. up kids <laughs> we do that like pokemon the same way too my friend um Harvey, childhood friend Harvey we used to play Pokemon. You just literally throw air balls.
1: That's fucking a, I that's I adorable. Would do
2: it. Yeah. yeah well. And I was like, just say whatever Pokemon,
1: Mina, you can't you can't bring me the toy. I thought I thought that was a real rat. There yeah, me like too. A, like, what that's why I look fuck, like that. Mike right? my, my cat easy. loves to play fetch. But she I will throw it that? to her and then she'll just fucking leave it. She'll like go get it and then bring it and then leave it four feet in front of my door. And then get mad at me because I can't fucking throw it at her.
0: you gotta convince your cat that you're lazy and can't get up
1: (laughs) anyway uh yeah man nostalgia is such a like nostalgia is such an interesting feeling i i love feeling it and it, it always leaves me as like kind of sad and kind of happy at the same time and then like when we had this weird wave of like nostalgia bait movies uh and content that was just like it felt like cultural necromancy you know like they were like trying to bring back everything that was good about the 90s because nobody could come up with an original thought for like a disappointed... like the 80s too
2: yeah yeah stranger thing like... is a good prime example of that banking yeah, off exactly. that it's the 80s yeah
1: and it's like i remember it's... jordan
2: spotted it out to me like there's this weird bangle of nostalgia coming out i didn't really click on to it till he said it like all these things like i remember Yu Gi Oh came back the original version you know, yeah as a movie yeah what the heck? <laughs>
1: yeah, the movie was awesome, yeah, like, but it was so fucking weird.
2: Yeah, yeah it's weird.
1: It's just, like, it's the, uh, sorry, go ahead.
2: No, you go. Ahead. I was...
1: it, but it, it's this idea of like, like, it's the idea that like we are as a as a generation because I think that what really happened is that our generation was hit so hard by like this the disappointment of like a culture that like lied to us. Uh, that we want to capture, like, mm. the way that we were feeling back then. Because, like, our emotional states are fucked. Like, millennials and general Zers, like, they have been really disappointed with the current state of things. So, like, a sad <laughs> culture is a culture that will revert back to the things that made them feel good before they had to face all these problems. And I think that's kind of, like, the root of, like, all of this nostalgia things that started coming up. Uh, and... I don't mind it, but I it, it's also like when you're relying on nostalgia as a culture, it means that you're stagnating as a culture. There's nobody's creating new things. We're all just reimagining the corpse of a thing that we really used to like. And it's it's a weird feeling to see that in culture. Like, I appreciate personal nostalgia, but the marketing of nostalgia always felt disingenuous to me.
0: It well, was well, bizarre. Like, the... It's like... Uh. Personal nostalgia is one thing, but like a cultural nostalgia is a whole nother. They're trying to replicate a
3: A Generation of
0: a, a a Place in time in a culture So like when like Terminator came out that was like the hottest movie or Star Wars or something Them just taking those IPs with they don't have they're they're not giving any time for anything to try new right? So they're just like they're they're playing it safe and we're like this will actually you know we're gonna get see a return on our our investment as we we make Terminator Five or we remake Terminator or Jurassic Ninja World. Turtles Power Rangers anything like that and it's like because they know like s- we are gonna go pay to pay money to go see it.
2: What I was gonna say is like from like the mid '90s to the 2000s. That nostalgia doesn't exist in media that much compared to the 80s. No. I don't know what that's about.
1: Um, There's a lot of things
2: around that period, but I don't know why they don't target that audience at all.
1: Well, I think it's because there's a sweet sweet spot for nostalgia to hit where it was like idealization for the 80s happened. Like people don't remember the 80s. People remember a version of the 80s. People remember the good things that happened in the 80s and the way that they felt good in the 80s. But in the 90s and early 2000s, I mean, we still remember how bad those years 9/11. were. You know, like yeah. 9-11 happened. Uh, we had MTV award shows <laughs> started being a thing back in yeah. the early 90s. Uh, it was just like, like, it's a moment in culture that hasn't been idealized yet. We haven't gone back as a culture and go like, you know what? The 90s were actually really fun. Um, but the 80s already went through that. The 80s and the 70s went through that. Uh, but the 90s haven't. And it's going to take another 10 to 20 years before like our generation are kind of in that middle age period where we're like, man, the 90s weren't so fucking bad. And then we start catering back to that nostalgic feeling of the 90s and we start to separate what like really made the 90s fun versus what like really made it not fun. Like The idealized version of the 80s now in Stranger Things is an 80s time period that wasn't racist or sexist or any of those things it's like well people don't talk about any of that yeah. stuff because it was not it was a non-issue but back in the actual eighties, we had yeah we had coked up secretaries being sexually assaulted by coked up ceos all the fucking time and nobody seems to remember that because we've idealized
0: wall it. street like wall street like ran on coke yeah exactly coke was so fucking big in the 80s yeah.
1: <laughs> so like it's, it's a it's a moment we haven't gotten to the point where the 90s we look at the 90s and go like you know what jorts were okay uh and so it's- no
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny because you look up, look at movies from like 2000s early 2000s mm-hmm. like god they dress so bright
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: compared to like how we dress now
0: and saggy like, and like yeah we we kind of reversed everything it's like it used to be like you know bright and like uh baggy now it's like tight and low profile black yeah
1: you
2: no know, it's funny I remember in middle school, I wore a jersey, and someone said, "People don't wear jerseys anymore." I'm like, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know when the clothes transition. How did that work? I, Have you thought about that?
1: I've always missed it. I've always worn fucking over shirts and jackets for like all of my life since I moved to the states. And yeah. before that, I used to wear shorts and shirts because I was in fucking Puerto Rico.
2: Yeah, how and does that transition? How do people? Someone started like say like
1: it. Tra- I think it transitions when. How does it work? It's media. It's media related. Like we Is it really? Yeah, it's because culture is influenced almost entirely by the media that we consume. Uh, so like someone in the like the 60s right now, the only outfits that you see from the 60s are like fucking suits and weird dresses like and yeah. Christina Hendrix because of Mad Men. Um, but it's like it's it's just the transition happens. Like people in media start dressing differently. And then people start imitating in real life and then real life that becomes ubiquitous to the point where people don't think about the fact that it started as a trend because some celebrity or media star wore it. Um, and that kind of repeats itself throughout time. Like, Can you think of anyone that dressed like Britney Spears before Britney Spears dressed like Britney Spears?
2: Mm. <laughs> then- no, I'm just saying like if I wore, if, if I went back to like, the early 2000s, I- I'd still be fine
1: yeah
2: because <laughs> the way I because I dress super casual exactly like a shirt jeans snapback but I'm saying like I'm more specifically talking about like how, like do you go out and buy clothes and just think about the area you in or something or how does that work well do you it, not realize it or you just just do it
0: <laughs> well you don't get to choose you get to choose a from a selection that's tailor made. So like, if you notice, like in the early two thousands, there was a lot of like a button up, uh, short sleeve, uh, flame shirts, <laughs> shit yeah. like that. Yeah, the guy. Uh, f- I remember like going to the, going to school as a kid, and I would have like the uh, dye, false tips. So I would go to I would go to school with like green hair and stuff all the time. Oh my
3: god! Because
0: Dude. I think I think early two thousands like heavily influenced by like punk rock. Punk rock was like like when it, Blink eighty one, Blink. 182 and um psalm 41 fallout boy green day yeah. lincoln park green day all yeah. those punk rock bands was getting big so a lot of the media reflected that yeah a yeah. lot of like you as a child was uh influenced by stuff like that i was a child i mean that's like it's kind of just like shaped me who i am today is like it was core like moments in my life we're, we're shaped by probably around like 2002 to like 2008 or something is what shape us who we are a lot of
2: people say like the 90s didn't really die till like 2005 this family didn't want to let it go you heard that before
1: every generation that happens whenever we enter a new decade like the 2000 didn't die until 2015 you know like whenever we enter a new decade the trends Mm. are not being i know a weird amount about this (laughs) because i like really have read about like the way that media affects culture um but there's always there's always a a transition delay when you get to like a decade like the 2010s had a very specific style and feel to them and that didn't go away until like 2015 and then 2015 we started embracing around 2015 not exactly but we started modernizing our aesthetics and things became more minimalist and modern and anti what we call postmodernism, which is like rejecting the ideas that were brought by the previous generation and then like sort of creating this cultural like, spot on satire. time
2: period yeah um, this is spot on
1: and, yeah and and so and, and that happens culturally for like social interactions but that also happens in media media that was born in 2000 and 2000 by 2015 was being satirized or commented on by the postmodernist generation that followed it so like joss whedon's buffy buffy the vampire slayer is now being met with this modernist twist uh, by shows like Stranger Things uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch the new iteration and stuff like that like we have Sabrina the Teenage Witch yeah it's fucking fantastic too
2: I used to watch um, the one the other one growing up
1: right the sitcom it was a comedy show yeah and then now yeah. we take the postmodern and twist and we're like what would happen if Sabrina was actually like a witch that had real life struggles and then they make this really yeah, like... intense drama about it Um, and that's postmodernism oh, really? postmodernism yeah okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that is a what? I remember a cat yeah, talking and Netflix. all you that. Should... Really?
0: Yeah, but they they have it like a, a twist on it where it's like a more realistic Satan, yeah, it's type thing, like where she's gonna be the bride of Satan or something like that. That's like a natural
1: magic religion, and all this like,
0: Yeah, it's like an I like the religion. aesthetic of it, but uh, it,
1: I I just started watching it, it from season one. It is a really great show. Um, it's it's interesting. And the way that it handles all of like the like that show would not have existed in the early 2000s because we were still s- surviving or recovering from the satanic panic uh back in the <laughs> early 2000s like that would not have been made but i
3: forgot about that yeah
1: as as culture evolves nostalgia becomes hard to avoid because we are postmodernizing the thing that came before and in postmodernization you take all of the questions that are raised by the previous thing like sabrina a teenage witch like well she's a witch but what would happen if she was actually you know involved in the occult or if like satan had a big presence in the show or yada 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 now we have sabrina a teenage witch like scooby-doo like what happens if we bring that into live action and like the scooby-doo See the live action, is gritty yeah comics is a great yeah. example with like marvel and like all of the superhero stuff it's like
2: no i'm saying like scooby-doo's gritty in the comics there's a scooby-doo gum he's gritty Oh, I you did not seen know it No, I did not know that. Yeah. What the yeah, fuck? It's, it's the greatest, yeah, it's the greatest scooby version of comics. DC makes it, I think. I, I want to read that. I wanna yeah, read DC that. on the... You
1: know. um, but it thinks like that. And that, that's what makes nostalgia such a tricky emotion. Because as we question what came before, we start to idealize what came before. Because we're thinking about it and remembering the things fondly and not for what they were. So when you idealize it, you feel good about remembering the 90s. But you don't remember like the,
0: the domestic
1: terrorism that happened in the '90s and early 2000s.
0: The Unabomber and all that. Yeah,
1: you don't really remember that. You just remember that people dressed weird and Britney Spears was
0: the thing. Anthrax. And, yeah. Or is that early 2000s? It's
1: it's somewhere it's somewhere in that 20-year time period. But that is the that is the crazy cultural impact of nostalgia. We wash the past above everything that made it challenging. And we keep the things that got us through. And in some, like, 30 years, we're going to think about 2020 for the garbage year that I watched, But we're going to idealize virtual meetings. Is it is it possible? <laughs> it absolutely will be. We, it, will, it. we will look at it as a character-building thing.
2: I mean, like, did people go, like, during the Great Depression or those great years those people no, those about survived that
1: they didn't but that then it doesn't become yeah. it like those were great years then it becomes as like we survived that why is your generation struggling you know it's like, bragging we were right like that. oh that's a good point you know and and that's what's happening now with the fucking boomers and our and like general Zers and millennials we're like dude it's it not repeats. the same time history repeats itself yeah. all the time uh anyway. uh it's, it's, sorry go ahead
2: it's funny you mentioned that Postmodernism around 20 that's a very spot-on time uh line there you said because i'm going by social media wise like twitter mm-hmm. twitter was is a completely different platform not because of new stuff they added to it but the environment is completely different from what was it back in like what 2012 11 even to like 2013 to 14 yeah what we see now is completely different and i uh and i'm trying to click like when did that start
1: I don't know, 2015,
2: like 2015, 2016-ish? Yeah, that was right. That's, that's that's literally the time it happened, like yeah. 2015, 2016-ish, when the platform just flips to something new. And I'll tell and you why like that very, happened. it's like very... That happened
1: because now social media was no longer just fun. Now social media was work. People were working for social yeah. media companies. People were learning what behavior was in social media. People were learning pattern. Consumer, you know, consumer behavior analysts became
2: a freaking in- president used it
1: yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obama showed up on yeah. twitter like social media became yeah. legitimized in the mid-2010s as a viable form of delivering information through the digital age and when a, yeah. when that becomes legitimized now you got the challenges of like how do you keep factual information true how do you i remember you know?
0: that happening
2: the transition yeah so
0: i remember like i I flipped on the news one day and this is like when i still consider like twitter just to be like you know something for teenagers and shit and actually i remember i remember when it started kind of like getting mixed is when your parents started using facebook that's when everything kind of started slowly getting like mixed in
2: yeah Yeah. like we hear like cnn mention twitter like it's twitter why are we talking about twitter but it's a, what brian said is a serious thing now Yeah.
1: because
2: i like growing up i didn't have a myspace i knew what it was but i didn't know what that mess was do you guys have one back in like 2005 yeah, or, i had one yeah like a myspace i didn't have one because i was like was i didn't i didn't get my it facebook. that's what it was
0: yeah i mean it was before facebook i remember yeah. uh downloading facebook and i'm like i don't want to use this i just want to keep using myspace <laughs> <Yeah>. Same.
2: <laughs> myspace i remember myspace came back in 2015. Yeah, I kind of got nostalgic over the sound of space. Like, I didn't have one, but just to say it's back, I got a little nostalgic. Yeah, because you understand. But it's like a dead platform. Yeah. It's Even a, though I didn't have one, I'm a thing. Cultural it's nostalgia am, no. is
1: arguably more interesting than, than personal nostalgia. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> just,
2: no, actually. you think so? I think I, the I think so
1: too. No, I, I think that cultural, because cultural nostalgia is a collective. You know, like, like, People from born in the 1990s or late 1990s like we were are going to feel very significantly different about our formative years than people that were 50 in them. You know, like, like people that were 50 in the late 90s are going to think about the late 90s as ridiculous. Like, why are all these punk rock people messing with our morals? And, and
2: What about the personal, you know, though? That's why, like, like, that thing struck you, only you, in a certain way.
1: I guess I, guess I find it interesting in, like, an anthropological way you know like in like Mm. like culture really has shifted so much in the last okay i see what
2: you're saying um yeah
1: i i just i just think it's because you're also personal nostalgia is heavily influenced by like cultural nostalgia um that's true like the the things that you enjoyed as a kid you're nostalgic for those things simply because they existed in the time where you were forming really formative and important thoughts and emotions and you associate that content with those emotions and that sounds kind of cynical, but it's be... not. Sorry, what were you gonna say? Th-
0: that make that makes a lot of sense. With, like you get nostalgic around the times you were forming. Your brain is growing. Right. Right. So like me mm. and like as a child forming, like coming home from school, or me in college forming more, like more, like kind of shaping the person who I am. And I'm taking, you know, probably like that has to do, like nostalgia probably has to do something with. I'm not a scientist and I don't know anything really what I'm talking about, but thank you for coming down to the podcast and hearing me rant. <laughs> but, um, I would, I would assume nostalgia has something to do with while you are getting shaped as a person, your brain is grabbing the elements in the environment that you are in yeah. and making you reminisce about that because you grew as a person in that moment in time.
2: You're not aware was going on really. Yeah. You're innocent. Uh, yeah
1: and you're
0: just so like, oh, like, oh, that and then but also in college you reminisce college too because you are growing into the person you are today and that's exactly a culture it. It, it,
1: it i i think that you're right about the fact that there's a biological imperative for nostalgia or a biological reason for nostalgia because you're forming so many new new like neural links like your brain is literally growing mm. and those things become yeah. like the things that you associate with like Really intense pieces of emotion. Like, I, I associate Dragon Ball Z with feeling good because I never had a bad experience watching Dragon Ball Z. You know, like, I. It's I, funny.
2: Not, sorry, like, what's up? Not the sidetrack, but like, Gundam's a good example. As a kid, I just thought about robots. <laughs> I'm older. This is like a political show. Like, what the heck am I watching oh as a kid? Oh
0: my god, yeah, it's show. Uh, I can't
2: watch this no more. Yeah, I couldn't watch it no more. Mm-hmm. But what I was going to say is, um, Where the hell do we go as a culture now? Like, where are we leading into?
0: A lot of sanitizer. No,
2: I mean, like... (laughs) I mean, like... Like, where are we going at? Because I have no idea.
0: It's. I think this year... I mean, well, not this year, but 2020 made us hit a cultural wall with a quarantine that, like, no... And I think we're going to get really... We're going to probably start suffering from it from... In twenty, this year in twenty twenty one in twenty twenty two, I feel like a lot of like content got halted, so we're gonna see a lot of delays this year. We're gonna see no, I'm not we're probably not gonna see something until twenty twenty three. No,
2: I mean like as a society, not like media, nothing, none of that. Just like as, as people, yeah, I think. Yeah, where are we going?
1: What's gonna yeah. happen is that like like twenty twenty brought down the collapse of a lot of like social structures and contracts. Like, you have to go to work. You you have to do your work at an office, you have to do this at this place. You know, like there are very specific rules about what work meant, uh, how you consume the entertainment, like you have to go to the cinema to watch a movies. And 2020 COVID broke down all of those rules. Like you can work from home now, uh, the, you know, it, things are being accommodated uh, to, things are being accommodated to work in a society that doesn't need to have direct contact with each other. We are now embracing more of the digital age than we ever did before. And the reason why that feels so depressing is because humans are not built to have a digital connection. We evolved way quicker than our social brains did. So I think that we are going to experience the next couple of years where like big tech starts Uh, taking advantage of the conditions of quarantine, uh, taking advantage of like where culture is at this point in time and like trying to make money off of it. And then we're going to grow tired of it. And then we're going to reset to a time where the digital age is still there, but we are going to disengage with it a lot more. We're going to become more present in our physical space rather than the digital space because it's not sustainable for us. It's it's taxing on the mental Mm -hmm. health. It's taxing on social development. It's taxing on the economic, uh, the economic structure of the the culture. Um, like this, America is not set up to function purely digitally or mostly digitally. Like
2: because people are losing their minds. You
1: can see it right now. Yeah, <laughs> we're just not set up to do that. So I think we're going to go through a period of time where we are really embracing digital media and all of the digital content and digital information. And then just fucking grow tired of it and like renounce it in a big significant way.
0: Uh, What
2: do you think the birth rate was last year? I think it dropped tremendously.
1: The birth rate, I, I I probably did.
0: I think it's decline. I think it's declining in the U.S. every year. Hmm. I know in Japan they're in like in the negatives. Yeah,
2: because it's it's more like a financial reasons. Like people can't afford that. Sadly, that sucks to say. (laughs) This is
0: but. Well, people, people are realizing that they it's a cultural shift. I mean, like what we've been talking about before, but it's been like, people don't, people are realizing they don't need to have kids. And it's also financially, it's not a smart idea either. And it's just a contributing factor in amounts of like all, all alone, a bunch of other stuff. We're definitely going to see like a high drop rate within the next, like 10 years. easily. Yeah.
1: I, I, w- I would agree with that. I think that we're, we're going to become more cynical. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think
1: we're already in, yeah, we're already just- in that. And I think that it's yeah. going to be really hard for for us to engage in anything. Postmodernism sucks. Postmodernism is it's awful. Uh, when you yeah, it is. when you question like postmodernism is like the fact that you can't really enjoy things because there's always some question to answer and you can't really I don't know.
2: It's there's like, no gray area anymore. It's always black and white. That's my biggest issue. Yeah. I like I'm a type of person that's always in a gray area. I look for both sides. People don't do that no more. Yeah, because yeah, I and I really can't argue because some people are traumatized or something, right? R- yeah, some people have like reasons why they're away but I think that society got to progress by listening to each other. Yeah, being a gray area instead of being black and white.
1: I totally agree, and I think that the you know we started talking about nostalgia, now we're talking about like you know political structures and whatnot. But I do think that <laughs>
2: what happens kind of gone already. off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm not tending it. I'm just saying. I'm talking. Yeah.
1: I think that's what's happening right now politically, where like we really see the 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 climax of like what anti education rhetoric and like racist fascist media has done to culture.
0: Yeah. They
1: are falling off a favor. Like Trump just got impeached again. Uh, the the people that were calling us snowflakes are now the snowflakes. Um, <laughs> it's ironic. It's. It- <laughs> It's it's things what like a that. Shift. It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's uh, a <laughs> so we're gonna see that. I was that on the soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep Yeah, you no, right?
1: you're good. We are we are reversing the roles that we're at right now. Culture is gonna reverse, I think, in my opinion, it's gonna reverse back into a more genuine like early two thousands kind of like approach to media, to content, to being a little bit more genuine with the things that you're enjoying because my generation and the generation after us are fucking tired of not being able to enjoy something and Mm -hmm. that's going to make a huge impact that's going to make a huge impact in culture i think
2: that's not ready for like these politicians younger politicians like our age to become a thing or something yeah you're going to be a see a big shift there absolutely like and people like old people die out (laughs) hate to say it but that mindset is not present no more it's not using hours we're gonna see how the world changes around that's just really interesting thing to see we probably be around like 30s when it happened 40s when it happened 30s but
1: um but to bring it back around the cool thing about nostalgia is that nostalgia allows us to look back (laughs) at all of those things and kind of feel good about the progress that we've made um you know there's a lot of shit that happened like the capital thing is always going to be in history now.
2: Uh, but I won't remember it. Uh, <laughs> it ain't no 9-11. Yeah.
1: But like that yeah. goes away after a while. And you'll see like, oh, yeah, the capital thing happened. But the good news, we got all the racists out. Uh, so let's just enjoy that bit. And that's going to get a DLA so on. And, and that's how that's kind of how we grow. We
2: experience shit. That's bizarre, though, because yeah. you said it like like the hit like Hitler or something. World War Two. That was awful. Yeah. But I don't think they go back like, God, oh, I miss the days of boiling chicken every day or something. No, or
1: they don't. But they.
2: Boiling pigeons. They
1: think back <laughs> at it like, I fucking lived through that. My generation is stronger than your generation. Mm-hmm. And it's.
2: And people live like that. And yeah. It's people that say that. So like and that, they yeah. resent
1: us for being able to like, not live in that way. Um, it's crazy. We're nearing an hour and a half. Is there anything else that we yeah, want to talk so- about before we fucking.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I think I brought this up, but I remember it was at Costco when i'm working at costco these kids all the kids have freaking like these pads tablets yeah i'm like what the heck is these tablets (laughs) and they're like there's some leapfrog things which i knew but i guess they're more like advanced like ipads now i'm like huh that's what kids play with now
0: are you talking about leapfrog
2: no but they're like freaking like ipads now yeah they have youtube anything
0: that's what it is though right? leapfrog
2: yeah remember leapfrog the toy company
0: that it's the tablet They make tablets now and shit. Yeah,
2: dude. The, the yeah, I, are... I, this is the moment when they clicked. I'm like, God, I'm old.
1: You, yeah, <laughs> you know how we had to learn how to use computers, like we had to physically yeah. sit in a computer and figure it out. Kids don't have to do that.
2: My three-year-old has to use iPhone. Yeah. My uh, I said my three-year-old. My three-year-old cousin has. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a kid no so one. but my three-year-old cousin uh. Knows I use iPhone. You know that when someone's calling, Mm -hmm. he knows how to flick it away so he can stay on YouTube. He's three. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you doing? That's not right. Damn, dude, I don't like that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I wonder what the future is gonna hold for. Like, I mean, these kids are gonna be like cyborgs.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be cyberpunk twenty seventy seven in fucking fifty two years.
2: Oh shit! Hope they patch it right. (laughs) 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 Let's
0: hope they don't have any fucking bugs
1: they
2: made a statement the other day i didn't watch you see that
1: no yeah, i didn't see yeah. it i just i've, yeah. I've just been enjoying the
2: video uh, it was, all
0: right um
1: what a fucking uh, way to where end can that. they
0: find you at what a fucking way to end that uh, <laughs> they can
1: find me on twitter at brian Archie, and twitch at brian brownie i just hit twitch affiliate so come subscribe to me
0: oh yeah go go sub 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 uh tay where can they find you at
2: nowhere i'm no, just messing <laughs> you can find me at twitter <laughs> at underscore tay infinite right yeah and yeah yeah that's it <laughs> the stuff is below <laughs> in the description just click on that yeah
0: uh guys if you want to follow me you can follow me at cyber calamity at twitter and if you want to follow or actually if you want to follow me and sub to me on twitch you follow ah, I'm me like cyber,
2: affiliate cyber losers Clamity. here <laughs> <laughs> i right, guys you so getting
0: much here. guys thank you so much for coming down to the show we really do appreciate it uh that was a lot of fun uh and we'll see you guys uh next week cheers so take care